Hello, welcome to That Happiness Show. This is Gemma Fossett, your host. Oh, I have no idea what I'm sharing. It is late, very late, because I've just been so enjoying the moments here. <clears throat> I'm on Smith Island, hence there's no intro, extra. We minimize that because of the Wi-Fi connection here. And, <clears throat> oh my gosh, I'm just sitting outside. It was cool this morning, but it's heating up so fast. And this is just, I'm loving every minute of my life. Loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. Getting amazing reminders about <clears throat> life in general, like from the perspective of the right mind, from the perspective of personal evolution, you know, of walking through this reality um, slash illusion <laughs> with the outcomes that serve the highest good of all. <clears throat> really powerful. And I, <clears throat> in case you don't know me, I am mother, artist, co-creator, manifester, amazing yummy manifester and teacher, you know, a teacher of raising frequency and receiving and creating the world and life you want to live. So, and in that is so much. So I'm really thrilled that you were able to join us or find us or whatever it is that you stumbled on and be able to pick up maybe some ideas and techniques about releasing uh, old that is no longer serving you and stepping into new. It's powerful and fun. And the more fun you have, I guarantee the faster you will move in the expansion of your life, the expansion of your being. And by expansion, what I'm talking about is expanding into the higher frequencies so that you're ultimately functioning your life from a place of unconditional love. This is really powerful. It's so amazing and fun to do this. <sighs> so maybe at first it's not fun, but you can feel how good it feels to expand frequency. Even if you're expanding from sadness frequency into anger frequency, it feels good. But what I encourage people is don't stop at anger and live there because ultimately that won't serve you. You want to continue up that frequency ladder until you are getting yourself fully into unconditional love. <sighs> I've got Toulouse here. He's sitting below me. And Bella's taken off for the morning to go see her friends. <sighs> so I was uh, inspired this morning. I got up early and I was hanging out and having a slice of pumpkin pie for my little breakfast with a cup of tea. And... I picked up this book called Disappearance of the Universe, and it's, um, I forget the guy's last name, something Nard, Menard, I don't know, something French. His first name's Gary, and he wrote this book called The Disappearance of the Universe, and it is such a fun book to read, and it's just all about this journey, this path, and taking it in such a way that serves you, that gives you the biggest biggest serving of yes. And that is huge. And it, it goes into the backstory of the Course in Miracles. Course in Miracles was one of the first um, books I like used as part of my own uh, guides, you know, for expansion, because I didn't have many guides There really weren't people around me. Um, I was isolated for a lot of my life. And I didn't even know what was available. I didn't even know enough to ask because I'd been trained out of asking. We have all those programs from our childhoods 
from our parents, from society uh, that teach us, you know, how to behave. And asking questions was totally uh, wired out of my, my life. So I had to bring that back in. And one of my favorite questions is, if not this, then what? That is one of my favorite. And that serves me hugely because when we run into some area of our life we don't like, like contrast, you know, we use the ego to recognize contrast. So if the contrast is that you are overweight and it doesn't feel good, you can say, if not this, then what? What if it's a relationship in your life that isn't working? If not this, then what? And I love that question because it is open-ended and it doesn't actually, it doesn't actually ask the ego. It's actually going beyond ego. And the cool thing about going beyond ego is that the ego sees it all or nothing. And if we say, if not this, then what? It's open to anything. It might be a variance of that experience. It might be a gray area in the eyes of the ego. So we can go there. So when um, my first husband, after two years of marriage, was saying, we need to get divorced, when I asked my higher self, if not, <clears throat> if I asked myself, my higher self, am I getting a divorce? It said no. And I was like, oh, okay. And so it was a really definite no. And then I asked this question, which I didn't believe I'd get an answer for. I said, if not this, then what? That's not a yes or no question. And when I asked that, I got this amazing answer. And the answer was, and this seems like it's not even an answer to if not divorce, then what? Because the ego is telling you it's, you know, it's all or nothing. But the answer I got when I asked, if not this, then what was your happiness is your responsibility. And I also saw that as a solution, not just for me, but for all, I, I heard it as a truth. Your happiness is your responsibility. And uh, a lot of us have gone out of our way to make our happiness someone else's responsible. I'm not happy because you do this. I'm not happy because the government does that. And we're making our happiness dependent on another person's behaviors or actions. So when I heard this, I felt so much peace. And it was, it was the answer. Because the reason my husband at the time wanted a divorce was because he felt so burdened by the responsibility of making me happy when he couldn't even make himself happy. And that was just weighing on him. And he felt horrible and he felt a lot of guilt for that. And so when uh, we were truck drivers at the time and I was driving and he was sleeping, we were teaming, team driving. And when he woke up, I told him, look, we're not getting a divorce. <laughs> and he was like, what? I said, look, if you want a divorce, you can do it. You can do it. But I knew he, he wouldn't do it on his own. Like I was the one that made everything happen. So it was just like he wasn't going to go through the steps on his own or demand it or fight for it. So he was like, what are you talking about? And I, and I told him, I said, I asked God and God told me your happiness is your responsibility. I said, that's the answer. And so he heard me and I noticed a sense of peace come over him too. And um, that was our answer. And for a long time, I had to remind myself of that because I would see my ex's behaviors as infringing on my happiness. And sometimes my actions that I took were um, involving him doing something, you know, and those were my baby steps. Like when uh, he would get in a funk and he would, you know, be funking around me and um, I, I, it would, it would make me un 
uneasy and and feel off and and nervous that he was around me with this negative energy. And so then I would say something like, well, you know, we both have a right to be in this space and we both have a right to be here and do it our own way. And your way is infringing on my way. So if you would please like take your funk outside and when you can be nice or be gentle, come back. And I can see now that that was still changing my exterior world to do my interior world. But we are in early days of this awakening using, and we live in a world where we have the use of these magic things, you know, like I'm going to take an aspirin to get rid of a headache. And so I took ownership by setting boundaries with this person. And it was like um, magic. It was like a a band-aid, you know, uh, of sorts, but it was opening up my throat chakra. It was allowing me to speak up for myself. It was permission to um, promote my environment, like manifest my environment in a physical way. Because, you know, we believe we live in a physical world. And so in early days of awakening, we are doing this in a physical way. You know, if we want our living room to be prettier, we do things to make it prettier. And it do be an operative word. But when we are manifestors, we can actually shift the energy. And the energy shift alone will make it prettier. I know every time I've had an expansion when I was living in Milltown and I'd have an expansion in my life, people would come into my house and go, oh, my God this room seems so much bigger. (laughs) I'd be like, I know. (laughs) And they're like, did you change something around? Did you paint? What'd you do? And I'd be like, I had an expansion. You know, I expanded and therefore my reality expands with me. So how fun is that? And yeah, today's gonna be an awesome day. And are you feeling the awesomeness of today? I I totally am. (sighs) It's just... You know, we are so fortunate and being on Smith Island for me is just such a great reminder. Do you hear all the birds in the background and the grass is gorgeous green and the water is beautiful. I can see the water so beautiful, the birds flying around. It's just so much joy. And I feel uplifted here in a way that I don't feel necessarily in New Jersey. So a couple of things may have to happen. Like I'm going to fully engage in my purpose here my purpose to build a retreat healing center. And in New Jersey, I think that it's time to align what I do there with my passion and calling. And I believe it is. However, I'm not standing fully in it. I'm not standing fully in it. I'm thinking there's something else that has to be done. I'm maybe distracted by the everyday nuances of being a mom or living with someone. And it's just time to forgive all of that. Forgive it you know, allow it, be it, and, and just step fully into my calling and passion. So, ah, you know what, we're all figuring it out one day at a time. And the figuring out is basically coming into alignment with our right-minded thinking. That's what Course in Miracles, you know, uh, states it's right-minded thinking. It's like the clarity, the uh, consciousness awakened, the, the knowing what is, um, personal, you know, absolute truth, that kind of thing. And in that we are the absolute amazing co-creators <coughs> we came to be. This is a uh, magic. And I have a friend with me right now who wants to participate. Ooh, a little bird just landed near me. It's to participate in this, all that is. And I am 
I, I just feel so rejuvenated. The move is over for the most part. You know, I'm still settling, but the move is over. And now that the move is over, I'm able to see the things around me as doable. It just didn't feel doable when I was stacking boxes and boxes and bags and rooms and just not knowing when I was going to get to them. And now I feel like there's going to be a full surgence in spring, but I may be out here all winter. I don't know. Like if, if I can, I will kind of thing. And it's just, you know, two of the houses don't have heat right now, but I, I don't know if that would be an issue. I might just come and do, you know, like I just, I don't know. It's, it's exciting that way. <sighs> so let's see, what can you take away today? So we're talking about this um, ability to ask, if not this, then what? That's a great tool. If not this, then what? If you're unhappy at work, ask the question, just sit with it. You don't have to think of an answer. I don't want you thinking you're going to feel the answer come to you. So if you're saying this and you feel like you're having too many forced thoughts, then I would recommend just putting your hand on your heart when you say it and just emptying your mind. That's, that's really, that's really the steps. Put your hand on your heart, breathe, focus on your breath and just let your mind go blank because it will never come through your mind. Your mind just gets in a way. I mean, not the mind, but the thinking gets in a way. And we've been trained to think. So, so many people, they just don't know how to get away from the noise of thinking and hence the meditation, the yoga, you know, the, but the true runner's high, that true high we get being in the zone, it comes from the ability to not think. It's the non-thinking. Oh my God, I wish you could smell the air here. I would make that my cover image for this uh, episode is the smell. <sighs> the air is so clean and you can smell the sunlight in it. so magical absolutely magical and Toulouse laying on the bunny blanket the bunny foo-foo blanket oh my goodness can you hear the quiet Last night, Bella took me outside and said, Mommy, Mommy, you have to come outside and hear the quiet. It's so loud. And so we went outside and there was no bird singing because it was nighttime. So right now you're hearing the birds and pretty much the nothing. It's amazing. But last night it was so impacting, like this quiet was so dense and Bella loved it so much. She's like, Mommy, Mommy, I have to sleep outside tonight. So I was like, okay. So we got her some mattress pads out, you know, some pads for the, for the deck. And she slept on the deck <sighs> under the stars. So amazing. All right. So with that, I'm going to say, I'm going to bid you adieu. Have a wonderful day. And, and just be being gentle with yourself and remembering that forgiveness is the path and that we can forgive ourselves by just being kind and gentle as we ask. If not this, then what? Mm. If you want a course, if you would like a retreat, if you just want to join us on Tuesday nights, just reach out to me at 401-699-6142. This is Gemma Fossett with That Happiness Show. Have a wonderful day.